Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. This is Good Morning BT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT. Thursday, February 15th. Ty Boyd Studio, Bo Thompson, Beth Troutman, David Chadwick now joins us. And uh, yet another morning where we come on the air and I look over to David and I say, Why? Why is this kind of thing happening in the world? And uh, by that, I mean, of course, as you've been hearing with Mark Garrison, and uh, we've been talking about it throughout the morning, uh, one person dead, 22 wounded, 11 of the injured are kids. This from a shooting in Kansas City, Missouri yesterday at the very end of what was supposed to be a huge celebration, the Super Bowl parade for the victorious Kansas City Chiefs. And in the end, it was anything but celebratory, all told, because we're mourning uh, the life of one and uh, worried about the lives or or, or condition of, of many more. And, and so, again, David... What the heck is going on? Well, I can't give a, a total explanation for the problem of evil. Uh, you know, the fancy theological term is theodicy. Um, people have grappled with it for years, centuries, uh, all the ages. Uh, but there is a condition of the human heart. Jeremiah seventeen nine says the heart is wicked beyond all else. And if that heart is untamed in its wickedness, it can express itself in all different kinds of evil. And not to become too spooky, uh, but I do believe there is a dark, malevolent, evil world where there are influences that are trying to move us toward hatred and killing one another. You know, Jesus said in John 10, 10, I came to give life and to give it to you abundantly. He said the thief, though, came to kill, steal, and destroy. And I believe from my theological perspective, there is an evil one with evil entities who have as their job description to tempt us to kill, steal, and destroy. And I think we're seeing that all around us. I would even suggest that we're seeing it exacerbated around us uh, because moral fences that we once held as dear are being removed and people feel now more and more that they can operate in their own senselessness. And and I think this is another example of it. I, I heard Jim Zoki earlier say that there have been as many shootings this year as there have been days mm-hmm. in 2024. And that's just remarkably evil and just should remind all of us the need for loving one another, which is my show this week. That's what I'm going to talk about in light of the Kansas City shootings. Right. I mean, that's the thing that I always come back to is that it the, the problems in this world are so easy to solve if we all just took on that directive to love, to love one another, that we are given that beautiful ability. It just is in us and we're capable of giving it to one another. And it, it, there's something, there's something that seems very soulless about the unnecessary violence, about the, the lack of character that, that we, we see showcased in our 
even our leaders these days, you know, there's this soullessness and it's an emptiness. And I, and I feel that that comes from a lack of love. Yeah. And, and the loving of other people who are image bearers of God, that that's the reason why we love people is because they bear the image of God. And that is something that is primary for all of our lives. And, and I do think, Beth, you're absolutely right. It's a choice. Every day we should get up and say, I'm going to choose to love today. I'm not going to harbor hatred. I'm not going to allow resentment, bitterness, and unforgiveness to be in my heart. I'm going to flush that out to choose to love. Marilyn and I were watching a, a movie on, on one of the streaming channels. I can't remember which one. And it was about a couple flying from New York to, I think it was London. And they were in the same seat next to one another and talking with one another. And then they just developed an interesting conversation, then got off the plane, but they kept running into each other in London. And you can imagine the story developed mm-hmm. and ultimately they fell in love. And the last scene was them um, not only getting married, but then the commentator saying, and we stayed together for 55 years. And the key to our marriage success was we chose each day to love one another. And I really believe love's a choice. And it's not based on our feelings or our circumstances, mm-hmm. but a choice. And if we just would choose every day, no matter what, to say that's an image bearer. No matter who that may be, a child or an adult, that's an image bearer of God. And I'm going to choose to love you and not hate you. I just think the world would amazingly be a better place in which to live. And it's, and it's such a simple directive. I mean, letting, uh, letting go and, and, and finding you because happiness, gratitude, those are also choices. Yeah. And those help create love and help create that positivity that allows love to flow so gently yeah. uh, between people. And uh, those are the things that, that I, I wish we did more. Uh, of. I do. I too, wish we yeah. did more. of. Well, you, you know, the John in the Bible who wrote the gospel of John and first, second, third John in the book of Revelation as well purportedly at the end of his life, he was old and had to be carried around in the city of Ephesus to go preach to people. Purportedly, his last sermon was he gathered all of his followers around them. He looked at them and he said, little children love one another, then breathed his last breath and died. What a great message for all of us. If we could just do that every day, it is the greatest enemy of hatred choosing every day to love image bearers of God. And who do we say uh, amongst us, uh, what's the group that does that uh, most effectively? It's kids because they haven't lived long enough for other things to sort of creep into their heads. They have that innocence that we talk about, uh, that, that, that old saying about the end of the innocence. And I, 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 I don't know, we don't know yet the actual ages of the 11 kids that were involved in this yesterday. I'm sure that will come out today or in the coming days. Um, so, you know, that could, that could range because I believe the hospital said they, they took kid, ages up to 17. That's right. But, uh, again, the, the main point here is I keep coming back to, because Beth and I and, and David, we've talked about tragedies many, many times. We have, and, and unfortunately, shootings and the cycle of the shooting and how it gets covered and what we say and people take political sides, we know we know how this all goes, unfortunately. But when you bring kids into it, you know, we can remember the ones that involved kids. We remember, we remember Sandy Hook and the details of that uh, a little more uh, clearly, and, and it just it, it, it takes on a different uh, a whole different uh, uh, way of talking when you talk about Columbine and you talk about Sandy Hook and where kids were the victims. And so I keep coming back to this today. Um, yes, we've talked about shootings before, but here we are at a celebratory event and 
as as best we know right now, uh, there were some families that took their kids to this right. at a place that's so supposed to be innocent and, and creating a memory and for playing their a family. game, and and yet they come back with gunshot wounds. Yeah. And so uh, the good news this morning is, and it's the most recent news and the development of this story since Beth and I've been on the air, and Mark's been talking about this, is that the eleven kids are expected to all be okay. Uh, and we hope that uh, all of the rest of the of the wounded are okay, but especially when you have kids that are affected in something like this, that's what make th- makes this, this one um, probably hurt a little more because they're the ones that come to this that are expecting the adults to, to take care of them. Yeah, and the, and the truth is they are traumatized, as I heard Jim allude to earlier on your show. And But also the other thing I would say is kids are very resilient. And they often are the ones who can rebound most ably from these kind of things and be able to forget and hopefully forgive and be able to move forward in their lives. But that is the good news of this very tragic story. And I'm sure we're going to find out more about the the, the, the situation between the three people that they have in custody, what the, what the motive was behind what happened. We had Chris Swecker on our show earlier, and he said this is going to be a different kind of scenario because of that kind of whatever the relationship was with the three people they have in custody. Yeah, and let's not forget there's mental illness that is a part of this as well. That's another huge yeah proliferating problem in our culture. And we have the Lakewood Church tragedy shooting. Also, last Sunday, Joel Osteen's church, which is one of the largest in all of America, and that was a, a woman, and she brought a child she with her. She brought her seven-year-old with her. Which doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but again, is a victim of a tragedy as well, and just shows, I think, some kind of mental illness in her life. Well, and this was a, that was a scenario where her friends and neighbors had, had, had tried to, she, I guess she had threatened people people in the neighborhood, according to reports, and they had tried to do something and warn people that there was something going on, but there was no, nothing could happen because nothing had had happened. Had happened, yeah. And and that's so scary to think about when you think about being a, attacked by someone verbally and you feel fearful. Yeah. And then do you have to wait till the tragedy happens? You know what? There's so many questions. And that's not even a week ago. And yet that's been moved off the front page because another one took its place. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where we right. are. Yeah, that's where we are. Sadly, it really is. And shows the condition of the human heart, but also shows the condition of our culture in some ways that we've become numb and anesthetized mm-hmm. to these kind of tragedies, mm-hmm. which I think is a sadness of within itself. Mm-hmm. Well, when things like this happen, people want to gravitate towards hope. And uh, on this radio station, uh, I can point you to that place. Uh, First and foremost, Sunday mornings, 8 o'clock, the long-form David Chadwick show. We always have a bit of a, you know, the appetizer here for what you're going to talk about. And unfortunately, it's a tough one this week. But whatever it is, uh, this is an important segment to Beth and me because we like to point people in the direction of the entire show, uh, which is a mainstay on the weekends for many years. Well, Bo, I'd say a couple of things in conclusion. One is what I often say with you is if the sun comes up in the morning, there's always hope. It is a new day. And prayerfully, we can learn from these things and have hope. But also, I think I'd say finally to all of our listeners out there, little children, love one another. That's the bottom line. Thank you, David. Thank you, guys. Growl, always good being with you.